okay, this is why I like him because he is fun. He's a Gemini. Gemini is fun. And so that's how it all started. Welcome to another episode of Keeping in Touch, the show where I keep in touch with friends around the world, talking about the things you talk about with those you care about. This week, I am so happy to have Claire with me today. She is one of the brightest, most caring, super funny, and all-around amazing people that I know. But one of the interesting things about her is that she loves zodiac signs so much. And if you think you know zodiac signs, think again. <laughs> this girl is something special. On an average sentence, she will throw in a zodiac reference without you knowing it. And I think she can remember your birthday before she can remember your name. <laughs> so I am super excited to dive deep into all things Zodiac with this girl today. Before we get started, thank you so much for watching and listening to this podcast slash YouTube video. We're so happy that you're here. And please consider subscribing, sharing, and liking us at mossmedia.io so more people can join us as we build this community. Hi, Claire. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm good. Yeah, thank you. Claire, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being this is this all crazy stuff, and 10 being I believe in this 100%. Where are you in this scale? Definitely not 1, because otherwise I'm not going to be talking to you right now. I think I'm more of 8. I don't really believe in your daily horoscope or like your monthly horoscope. I don't believe in that because I still believe that it's not healthy in a way to believe in your horoscope and then kind of think about this is how my day is going to look like. But I believe that there is a reason to all this historical astrology and zodiac science, right? That it is brought about in our generation as a tool to kind of get to know yourself. How did you get into all of this to begin with? (laughs) And why do you find it so interesting? Oh my gosh. I had a crush in this one boy. This was back in high school. I had a crush and it's it's not even, I went to an all-girls school. So it was just like a crush like a friend of a friend. And then my best friend, she was actually the one who sent me this one article like, hey, do you know his birthday? Look, I found this. And it's not an internet era where she just sent me a link or something. I still remember it was from a magazine, like an adult woman magazine. Think about like Cosmopolitan or Vogue, you know? There's an Indonesian version of it. And at the back of it is all this Zodiac, 12 columns, right? and with the birth date and then i remember she handed me this magazine in the magazine the the theme of the magazine is like know your crush so there's one dedicated page where it's actually about do you know your crush horoscope i'm like hmm that is intriguing right so that's how it all started because at the time i was like you know teenager and was like i want to believe whatever i want to believe so I, it was just like a self-affirmation for me to like, that, 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 okay, this is why I like him because he is fun. He's a Gemini. Gemini is fun. And so that's how it, it all started. But then I think what's funny is I just got kind of obsessed about knowing 
more about this guy, but I just didn't know how to. That I started just kind of like going to the bookstore. And I, I remember this. I went to a bookstore in a mall, right? Shopping mall in Jakarta. And I just went into like this, what do you call it? Like a, a section, right? In the bookstore where it talks about like philosophy and astrology and religion and all that. And I, I didn't end up buying the book because I'm like, my parents won't let me like have this at home. But I spent hours just reading up, reading up on that. And I will do that again mm-hmm. every time I go to the bookstore. So this was a period in my high school where I felt like, wow, there is some kind of truth to this. And I kind of use that to get to know someone I don't have. I'm too shy to speak to through that book or through that knowledge mm-hmm. about this, you know, astrological sense. So the journey, right? It's, it's on and off. So I was super into it during high school, but then in college, like, and I think it was because I just, I just got so busy. Like you're like in your early twenties and then in your head, it was just like so many things like school and then like social life. And then you want to do so many things you want to travel. And then you want to like, you know, find your, your first job, that kind of thing. So I remember, um, that point in my life where I was just not um, attracted or even looking to find out about, you know, who are, you know, the horoscopes of the people in my circle back then. I think Mm -hmm. it it triggered me again um, when I broke up. See, it's all, it's (laughs) the voice. You all like, uh, yeah, you, uh, I met some kind of a mark, but anyway, um, so I broke up with my um, uh, a boyfriend back then, uh, ex-boyfriend. We were dating for I think almost three years, and he was a Virgo, and I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know. I knew he was a Virgo, but I never kind of, and he was like software engineer, you know, this type of thing. Like he never got interested in it, and so I kind of just like let it slip, you know. I never really brought up brought about like this topic I never really like looked into it and then we had uh, a breakup and it was like just difficult right because we were dating for some time and it was like complex and it was kind of dramatic and I think I kind of found consolation I don't know exactly how it happened to be honest but um, I just found myself kind of um, looking back to there's this like just an urge, just like a very random, and you know me, I'm a very random person. Sometimes I could just like be doing whatever <laughs> I want to do, like without even planning or thinking about it. So I'm just like, oh, um, you know, it was a way for me to kind of try to get over him, which is interesting, right? Because I was like, how do mm-hmm. I, how, like, it was just a way for me to mend my broken heart. And so I just found another um, kind of entertainment but it was like a familiar entertainment, if you may. So I just got back into it again. I just started reading up and I'm like, I'm a Leo. How should Leos feel when I'm brokenhearted? I literally, <laughs> like I literally, I remember, I, and I still do that now. So I'll tell you more about that. But I go, yeah, that Google was already around back, uh, this was 2000, I don't know, 14, 13, 14. But um, I Googled, like I was just like, how do Leos like get over a, a broken heart? That's how how am I supposed to feel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because 
people tell me all these things, right? Your friends tell me you should feel this way and that way. And I'm like, what, 24, 25 years old? Like, didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm just going to read and see what I'm, you know, tell me what I'm supposed to feel, that kind of thing. So. True or false? Leos are both passionate and stubborn. They know what they want and they won't budge. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. But then again, Pat, I will tell you, it depends on which Leo you are. <laughs> which Leo are you? Yeah, I am right in the cusp. <laughs> so, okay, Leos were born between 22nd of July and then uh-huh. the, the, the last day, arguably, is August 21st. And then August 22nd, okay. you're a Virgo already. So, okay. so that's what, yeah. Oh, but some people, I can't remember, actually. I think uh, August 22nd also counts as a Leo. I think August 23rd is the official um, Virgo. But anyway, my point is, it spreads across two months, right? So July, like half of July, actually one-third of July, and like, one uh, two-thirds of August right so if you were born in July you're a different type of Leo than if you were born in August as a Leo born in August frame it in like the professional sense how you work with people you know how you work in general and also in your love life okay professionally Leos tend to be they were called Okay, I don't want to sound like I'm too self-centric, <laughs> but I think we're born as like a natural leader. There's that, mm-hmm. there's that vibe that um, we want to make a difference. They tend to want to make an impact that is near and dear to them. So be it, you know, like something that they really value, a problem they want to solve that is something that very much relatable to them second is the drive again you can arguably say like everyone has drives yes it is very true but for leos the drive comes from wanting to help people wanting to make an impact and it's the the drive is usually yes it comes with some kind of like you know financial um independence and and comfort right like a status and whatnot but I tend to observe that those kind of extrinsic motivation is second to the intrinsic motivation, which is why am I here, right? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And then the third is warm or people person, right? By people person, I'm not saying you have to be like extroverted or you have to be like always on all the time, but they tend to value and are good at um, relationship, just like having conversations with team members and making sure that they're heard, even though it's, it's, it's a hard job, but it is, it just comes kind of, um, it's one of their interests as well. But then again, like I'm just speaking about this um, based on my own experience and what I've observed. Obviously, there are other Leos out there who also have, you know, everything the opposite that I've just told you. My husband now is a Libra. But my ex, ex, ex-boyfriend, ex like, in college, not the one that's three years, like, the one before. <laughs> um, and don't count how many ex-boyfriends I had. But, <laughs> but uh, he was a Leo. Um, 
again, I do, I can't speak for everyone because I know a friend of mine who's a Leo and is getting married to another Leo. But I do, when, even when I see them, I'm like, that reminds me of my relationship before because to me, it didn't work out because we were just two very stubborn people together. And at the time, we were, I was just like, I don't know, 19 or 20 years old. And so I think we were better off like as friends rather than as partners because Leo and Leo, we tend to kind of, sometimes we get selfish for little things, for big things. And it takes time for us to really kind of compromise after some time in the relationship because then we realize, okay, like it can't all be about what I want, but also about what we want as like couple, right? So it comes with maturity as well. It's, it was fun. It was fun relationship because we Leos like to have fun. That's one thing that I think also want, I want to highlight. They like to have fun when, when, when they're serious, they're serious. When they're having fun, they're having fun. So the relationship between Leo and Leos tend to work really well when they're having fun together. But when faced with conflict, sometimes if they're not in the same page or like they want different things, it could be really hard to amend, you know, or like to talk it out because our defense is the defense comes first. And it's so different with other people that I've seen, like they tend to listen first. And it's what I think Leo should learn from other people, um, other zodiacs too. And that's me learning from other people. Right. What is the most embarrassing question you wanted answered and you had to look up what that person's zodiac signs is? Oh my gosh. Okay. Embarrassing. I don't know if it's embarrassing because I I counted that as one of my research <laughs> elements. <laughs> but when I first started dating uh, Theo again, you know, before we got married, before we got engaged and all that, I looked up his horoscope because I just want to know what was the question? Oh, I think I know. I think I Googled something around the realm <laughs> of like, what type of date would Libra guys like? What would, what would be the type of um, uh, an amazing date, you know? Because I want to like, ah, uh, yeah, I remember this. Oh my gosh. Now we were going to see a movie and it was like a date. Obviously him being Libra, he couldn't choose what, Libra, what movies we wanted to watch. Um, Libra is notorious for being indecisive, but again, like as maturity, as, as, as they grow older, you know, all these things, like they will know themselves better, but they just hate choices. Why? Because they want to see all the choices before they make the best decisions. Hence, he married me. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I joked about his, this all the time. But when it comes to like little things, right, like uh, movies or food or color of the shirts or any, like sh whatever, right, it takes time for them to make a decision on what they want. So at the time, we, I knew already he was a Libra, but I was just like, what type of date, you know, that Libra guys would like? And so that would then help me to kind of like direct or not direct, but like make a decision for us on which movies to watch. Do you remember that date? I remember that date. We went to a movie and then I ended up choosing a horror movie. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. The, the answer of the, when I Googled it, it was basically like Libras love beautiful things. So they, they like things that are romantic, well thought out, but they also like things that are natural, like not really like prescriptive or scripted, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I knew we were going to go to a restaurant after the movie. And so, yeah, I just ended up picking what I wanted to see, which was this movie is called Ametophil or something, Amethyl or something. It was like a horror movie. But then the dinner went really well because it was nice. You know, it's so interesting how, how into it you are. And I think it's, to me, it's so endearing also because I feel like it's kind of running behind your brain of like, you know, I kind of imagine this like you walking into the world and you're like, have this like 12 zodiac signs and you're like, this person is maybe this, maybe this. And in conversations, I don't think that it's even occurs to you that you do this a lot where you just kind of like, you know, just like think about like, oh, are you an Aries? Are you a Libra? What are some of the things that you would tell someone who's wanting to learn more about this, whether it be where they should look into it, things they should be cautious. Go to cafeastrology.com. That is where I spend. It is not the most exciting website in terms of like UI UX or, you know, like how it looks like, but it is a good start if you just wanted to get into like the different reports of, you know, where your planet, so the technicality of it, like, where your house sits, where is your, what's your planet, you know, you put in your, and, it, and then also kind of just like um, um, a personality report. I am having fun with it. And um, for example, Pat, I know all the zodiacs of my wedding vendors. I kid you not. I know, I know, I know my, I know, <laughs> I know my uh, designer, the like gown, like dress designer as a Virgo, which mm-hmm. means she's very detailed oriented. And she is, and that's why I, I'm just like, I trust my dress in you. My wedding stylist is an Aquarius and she is very out of the box, very creative, but also very logical. Um, and then, yeah, I just, anyway, I just, yeah, when I talk to them, I kind of just, you, you are right. I do ask these questions just for fun. Be cautious about not having that prejudices. And so I think if you do want to know more about astrology and Zodiac, um, you know, do it with a very open mind um, perspective. I always think about Zodiac as just kind of a way to get to know other people more than judging them, you know, like get to know and see the positives because it is fun. It shows how diverse we all are. And I feel like, you know, you even, you will see that, um, you know, different Zodiacs kind of like uh, give or bring in different personalities to your team or to your group of friendship. Um, and then the other thing I want to mention is sometimes it, it could be also helpful to get to know yourself. You know, you will be surprised. Like, for example, um, I, you know, a point in, like, in, there was a point where I was just like lost, right, for example. And I'm not saying like, if I read my horoscope, I will find everything. No, because at the end of the day, you are still the one who know yourself better. You have to make that decision and whatnot. But it could be helpful. Um, to read up because even though it doesn't resonate with you a hundred percent chances are maybe at least like 60 percent at least i think right like you read up about it and then you will but not the 
not the prediction one, yeah, just kind of like the overall, you know, personality. It was helpful for me as a way to kind of self, it's like a self-affirmation tool. And maybe it also comes with, you know, whatever, like insecurity and whatnot. But I tend to think about it as a tool to kind of remind me of my strengths, for example, or remind me of the areas that I need to improve, right? Like the stubbornness, for example. I tend to be stubborn sometimes. And, uh, but at the same time, like when I feel low or like when I feel like I don't know what to do, just out of, you know, fun with a cup of coffee or tea, you just read it up and then it will say all the good things about you and you will feel good and then you'll be like, okay, I got this, right? So <laughs> basically take it lightly, fun, for your curiosity, but take it with an open mind and also, of course, with a grain of salt. Don't get too obsessed with it that you, like, change your life for it or anything. Thank you so much, Claire. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for making it this far to the end of the episode. We still have a lot more in the pipeline. So if you want to be part of this family, please subscribe, share, and like at mossmedia.io. And see you next time.